BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, it is VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings on a Friday. We got a stranger with us today, uh, and it's not Dustin Sweetelson, uh, Mike Samich, of course. A gentleman I've known for a while. I love talking to Mike. He used to call all the time, uh, but now he's a big deal. VSIN host and betting analyst, the handle, week, weekends, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern time with Matt Brown at SomoBomb18. I, listen, I'll tell anybody that asks me if you want betting knowledge, whether it be horse racing, all the way down to curling. There's one person you should go to. That's Mike Samich. And I got to be, I got to tell you, I was looking so forward to our conversation last Friday. Now I'll start here and then we'll get to the big guy. The big guy's pouting. He's in a bad mood. He did the thing where he goes, I don't even care because he's pissed. <laughs> and we'll talk about what he's pissed about. He's going to smile through it and pretend like he's not, but he is so mad at me and you right now. I can taste it through the screen. We'll start with you, Samich. And speaking of uh, the big guy, any Truth to the rumor that the big guy is spreading about you that you big timed us last week here on Sharp Money. Man, you are just firing strays at me all day today, Patrick. This is ridiculous, man. I said that Jordan Love is legit. I literally conceded Jordan Love is legit. I mean, I'm I'm being the nicest friend ever. I said Dustin is spreading rumors about you. I I didn't big time. I actually tried to set it up so I would be in Bar Canada last Friday, and I completely messed up my flights and then didn't tell you guys. So it's on me that I wasn't here last Friday. I'll take all the heat there. But I got to say, you know, a couple weeks ago, I drive down to Los Angeles. I offer you a free ticket to the Breeders' Cup, Patrick, and you just sat there. And you, I'm guessing that you were sitting alone in your apartment watching the History Channel or something instead of coming <laughs> off the track. No, no, that is factual. Mike Samich and and probably racing dudes as well literally tried their asses off to help me out, and I ditched them straight up and down and sat at home. So that like I'm not going to protect myself. I'm just talking about the rumors Dustin is spreading about you, because remember at the beginning of the show, when I said Dustin was bad mouthing you, I said, I agree with you on Jordan Love and Dustin didn't say anything. Well, and actually you were even worse to them because they still sent you plays and you bet their plays and you won a lot. <laughs> so they, they made you a part of their party even after you rejected being there in person. Let me let me just say, let me clarify. I didn't say I was a good person. I just said Samich is also a bad person. I never like there was there was nothing about me protecting <laughs> my character. I was That's saying fair. Samich bad guy joins me bad guy, and now we get to the big guy. What? Okay, because go ahead. Who who wanted? Go ahead. I'm not guy. a bad guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm, a, I'm no. A you're no. You're this. a great guy, but you're also somebody that stands on pride. And you and I were having a conversation about the college football playoff and potentially the scenarios forthcoming. And I said, if Bama beats Georgia and Texas beats Oklahoma State, I said, there's absolutely no chance the committee's leaving out Saban and Bama. And you said, are you kidding me? Of course they're going to leave them yes. out because they're going to put Texas in. Yes. Is that fair? Is, is if, that fair so far? If Florida State wins, yes. Okay. 
Samich came on and said, you're insane. Not only is Bama getting in over Texas, Bama's moving up the three. Dustin, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Dustin looked out at his papers. I asked him, are you okay? And he said, I'm fine because I don't even care. Am I wrong, Mike? Where did I just lie? No, nope. You're totally accurate. And that's what would happen. Bama would jump up to three in that case. You have Michigan one, Pac-12 winner two, Bama three, and Florida State four if they win. If they lose, Texas gets the four. There's no way. But no way we're leaving well, out the SEC champion. So I understand we want to do this with hypotheticals and projections when these teams don't play each other. But we have an example of Texas not only playing Alabama, but going to Alabama. No, you're arguing. You're arguing. We're, we're talking about what would happen. You're now making an argument for your argument in an abstract way. We're saying what's going to happen, what the committee will do. Yeah, te- they will put Texas in. Head to head has to matter. They've said right, that. We got to make a bet. We, yeah, we got to I mean, make a bet. Do, let's do a dinner bet. Let's do a dinner bet. All right. If I Al- won the if last Alabama one. Alabama wins. If Alabama wins and Florida State wins, Alabama's in. Texas is out for dinner. So the only way one of us has to pay off the bet, though, is if Alabama wins. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I think Georgia's going to win. But if Alabama does win, they are in. Yeah. Well, no. But yeah, I agree to the bet. Okay. All right. Well, the bet will be between you two because I literally don't live there and you'll be there. Um, and if you're not going to travel an hour, there's no way you're going to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, just as good a chance to get you to come out to Vegas as we do in LA. <laughs> there is a lot there, for a person that has social anxiety. Correct me if I'm wrong. There were about a hundred thousand people at Santa Anita. Okay. That's a lot of people. Just take a gummy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. The doctor said I can't, so I don't want to get into it. Um, all right, Samich, nice to see you. All kidding aside, it's great to see you. Hope you and the family had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, last night, let's get in everything we need to before we start moving ahead to tonight, Pac-12 championship game. Did you take anything away from... Uh, look, I, I, I know you were watching at the beginning. I, I took two things. One, and Dustin and I were discussing this yesterday with Dak sitting 7-1 to one MVP. He's now... You know, four and a half, four and three quarters, somewhere in there. So after a great performance last night, he dropped, shortened up a little bit. That's one. And then two, Gino and that offense, and you've been a Seattle supporter, but they really couldn't find their identity. Last night, they found their identity in Dallas against this Dallas defense, which is pretty clear. Yeah, pretty surprising, to be honest. I thought uh, it was a great spot for Dallas and their defense to be able to step up. A lot of offensive line issues on the Seahawks side, but the, they they protected Geno well enough. And look what happens to get Metcalf the ball. I mean, they need to just try and force feed Metcalf here so that you can get him going and make him a real asset to that offense. Uh, I don't love Seattle to make the playoffs just because of how their schedule comes home. They have a very, this is the second loss in a row. They've got San Francisco next week. They've got the Eagles the week after that. So brutal set of four games. They're probably gonna be six and eight heading into the final three games. I, it, I like this team next year now, but I don't think the, the Geno Smith Smith problem still exists. Look, he, he is not as good as he was last year. He's not as bad as he's been this year, but he's never going to be a top six NFL quarterback, right? And that's what you need to be able to win a title. On the Dallas side, look, I, I get all the Dak Prescott love. I think the number to win the MVP is too short because it's going to come down to one thing. Can they beat Philadelphia in two weeks? I don't think they can. I think they lose to Philly. They, this is a team that just can't get over the hump. You still have the Mike McCarthy problem in the clutch. They don't get it done against good teams. They can beat bad teams. They can beat mediocre teams. They have struggled for three years to beat a good team. I think that continues here. So I understand why you get the love from Dak Prescott. His numbers statistically are the best, but MVP is also a, a wins conversation here from a quarterback perspective and Jalen Hurts is going to win 14 games this year it's going to be hard to overtake him unless he loses the next two weeks which I think is unlikely so play a game with me Mike because I think there's four clear-cut Super Bowl teams 49ers Chiefs Eagles Ravens then there's that next tier where I'd put the Cowboys I'd put the Dolphins Lions and maybe even the Jaguars in that mix would you put any of those next four into the top four Super Bowl contenders? No, I wouldn't. And I, I would probably have it three. I mean, I, I think it's 49ers, Eagles and Chiefs. I, I would have the Ravens kind of a cut below those three and then go down to that that group of four that you mentioned. Uh, look, the, the, there's three really complete teams. And right now, I mean, this is I have San Francisco as two points better than any team in the NFL right now. That's the biggest gap I've had all season for any team to be on top. My biggest concern with San Fran, though, they need to stay healthy. They've got five key guys. If any of them get hurt, they become a significantly worse team. And it's, you know, 
it's it's McCaffrey, it's Debo, it's Ayuk, it's Kittle, it's it's uh, the offensive linemen, like the Trent Williams. You can't lose any of those guys, and they're all injury prone. So the likelihood they're all going to be able to play heading into the playoffs is a big concern of mine. Um, but if they are healthy, they they look dominant. The Eagles, I think, are are sneaky good. They're not as good as they were last year. We're not getting the same results or results from them early where they were just jumping all over people early and just look dominant because of it. But this is a team that knows how to win and believes they are going to win every time they get in those situations. And that makes a difference, especially when you're in the playoffs, especially when you got to go when, when everyone has to come to you at home. And then the AFC side, man, it, if the Chiefs catch the football, they're the best team in that conference without a doubt. They know how to win. They've got the best quarterback in the NFL. They've got a top five defense, top five offensive line. It's just figuring out, hey, are these young right receivers going to step up or not? And that's that's going to be the big question for Kansas City. I think I would put, I think I agree with Dustin, including Baltimore in that top tier, and here's why. I understand Lamar in the postseason, we haven't seen it, and the Mark Andrews miss is huge, boys. Their ability to run the football and their, de- and their takeaway, their defense right now is, again, a bit of a paper tiger, and that is Dallas's defense. I think the Ravens' defense is legit. Uh, against the pass, I think they're second overall, somewhere 12, 13-ish against the run. They get to the quarterback. Like I don't see a ton of weaknesses. I think the only wild card, and you too, we'll start with you, big guy. I think the only wild card people start to question is Lamar, but he's finally got weapons where it does feel like they can just do more as opposed to once they get, once they get to the postseason, defense is just really focusing on him. Yeah, I look, as someone who I gave them out in the NFL betting guide for VEASAN here, that was was my my pick was them to win the AFC, them win, to win the Super Bowl. Um, they have frustrated me at times. Like the loss at Pittsburgh was frustrating. Losing in overtime to Indianapolis early in the year was freaking wild. So they're very odd. And the way they were they were closing out the Chargers, they were letting the Chargers hang around a little bit longer than I would have liked. So they are frustrating. However, I think if they if Monk in the OC can go back to the drawing board and come up with a new plan now that Keaton Mitchell has started to pop at running back, figure out how they can work Isaiah Likely in, see what routes he does differently than Andrews. And how they can rely on him more. The receiving's better, and I love the defense. I still think they'll be there in the end. It's a team that I can't quit and won't quit. And I think lo- the biggest factor with Lamar this year is the contract has already been signed. He's laying his body on the line for a Super Bowl this year. There's no sitting. There's no resting. There's no business decisions when a hit's coming. He's going to try and win. Poke away at the Ravens on the way out here, Samich. They don't know how to blow teams out. They don't know how to step on teams' throats. They let teams back in the game. We've seen them have 10-point leads going into the second half, going into the fourth quarter, and end up losing those football games. I mean, they had an awful one against the Dolphins two years ago, up 14 with seven minutes left, and they lost it. You mentioned that Chargers game. They let them hang around. You cannot let teams hang around like that when you don't have the killer instinct, and Baltimore just doesn't have that killer instinct. Go ahead, big guy. What about Philadelphia, them letting Washington hang around, going to overtime with an awful rebuilding team? Philadelphia wins all those games. Baltimore loses theirs. I feel like you're both yelling at me. I didn't do anything. Sharp money. (laughs) BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, Even before you do, every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Samich, big guy, I'm going to tell the audience about Juice Reel, but when I'm done with it, I want you to tell them your favorite holiday movie. And don't say elf. Juice Reel is a free betting intelligence app and a tool that every better needs. Juice Reel links your betting accounts into one app, delivers in-depth ana- analytics on your betting history. Plus, there's much more. At Juice Reel, you can have access to the betting history of billions of bets placed by all the Juice Reel users. So again, it's a huge community. In-depth betting analytics with billions of data points enables you to tail the winning bettors and fade the losers. Juice Reel also has developed an artificial intelligence bot using the data from all Juice Reel bets. RoboJacks is picking winners at a rate of 60% through more than 100 games. Find out for yourself. Download Juice Real. Juice like orange juice. Real R-E-E-L. Download the free app in the App Store or Google Play Store. It's free. Juice Real. Juice R-E-E-L. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings as we welcome you back on a Friday. You made it to Friday and you made it to December. December 1. I'm Patrick Maher live from Los Angeles. Santa Barbara is Samich, the big guy in Vegas. Dustin Sweetelson, Bar Canada. So we come to you, Dustin Holiday. Notice I was politically correct. Whether it's Kwanzaa, whether it's a Jewish holiday, whether it's Christmas, I don't care what you celebrate. Hit me with a holiday movie, big guy. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> it's not terrible. Veterans Day. It's obvious, but it's not terrible. It's how I celebrate Veterans Day. Fair enough. Next, give me your holiday movie. Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. I almost got kicked out of the theater as a kid because I was laughing so hard. And I almost passed out at like seven years old. But I, I still think it's one of the greatest comedies of all time, Home Alone. Samich? At what age can I show my daughter Home Alone? Do you think like she's five? Do you think we can do it at like six, seven? For a five-year-old, Home Alone is basically porn. Well, no, I don't <laughs> know. Five-year-olds today are different than five-year-olds when we were five, right? Like... She's know. not it's driving. She's five. <laughs> <laughs> 1990, right. it came out. I was five, and I saw that movie. So, Fair. although maybe, maybe my we'll... parents may not be the best people to follow, <laughs> maybe we'll roll it out this holiday season. Uh, mine's easy. It's National Lampoon's Christmas. I mean, that thing is hilarious. Uh, it's a it's classic in the Samich household. My dad absolutely loses it every time the grandmother starts singing the national anthem. Uh, so <laughs> for me, it's 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 home. It's National Lampoon's Christmas. I started laughing just thinking about your dad's favorite part. It's a great movie. And a young Patrick was titillated when Clark Griswold went to the store and that lady Mm -hmm. leaned over the counter. Oh, big guy. You know what I'm saying? What's your name? You know what I'm saying? Big guy. Beverly D'Angelo? No, no, random. Anyway, my favorite, this will surprise nobody, is called The Bishop's Wife from 1948. Cary Grant, Loretta Lynn, David Niven. Freaking superstar cast, heartwarming. Feel good about yourself. I thought you were going to say Mel Gibson's The Patriot celebrating July 4th. Okay, thank you very much. I said holiday. You know what I'm saying, the holiday season. Okay, Uh, you mentioned Samich during the break. You need Bo Nix in the Heisman race. Dustin, you got a bunch of tickets out. Let's start with Nix because we're going to get to the Pac-12 championship tonight. Run with Bo and what you need from him. Yeah, I, I played Bo Nix 
Yeah, I, I played Bo Nix at plus 160, played him again at plus 260, played him again at plus 180 over the last four weeks or so. So I've got a lot of liability toward Bo Nix. Trying to decide what to do from a hedge perspective. Probably going to take some Washington here plus the nine, nine and a half, depending on what uh, what I decide to do. Just because if, if they cover or if Washington wins the game, I don't think Bo Nix wins the Heisman. But if, if Oregon wins, I think he deserves to win it. So we'll see what happens there. I think it's going to be a good game tonight. I'm excited to watch this one. The numbers got a little out of hand for me. I thought this was going to be seven, maybe seven and a half, uh, all the way out to nine and a half now it opened right or reopened right around this number at Penix doesn't look right and I think that's why we're seeing this number move this far out he just doesn't look completely healthy right now seems like he's struggling to throw the football down the field especially so I I like Oregon tonight. I'm not going to bet Oregon because I already have the Heisman ticket. Did take some Bucky Irving overs here. Uh, 90 and a half is his rushing prop. He got 22 carries against Washington in the first game. Washington 130th EPA against the run in the in college football. I think Oregon keeps the ball on the ground and just just dominates this game with Bucky Irving. So I'll take over 90 and a half on the rushing side. Do you prefer? Do you prefer an absolute blowout for your Knicks ticket, or do you prefer it be a little closer? That way he can have a Heisman moment. I don't think it, I don't think it matters, honestly, because they have like he's played in back to back marquee games. He's looked good on national TV in in solo windows. As long as Oregon takes care of business here, I think Nick's wins the Heisman. I don't care what the pundits say, because I just had I just saw somebody tell me that. Cade McNamara, excuse me, Cade McNamara, J.J. McCarthy Same. is the fifth fifth best in this class as far as um, projecting to the NFL. I don't care what the pundits say. I'm talking about us three right here. Let's draft our top three quarterbacks. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? It, regardless of what people are telling you, forget that. Don't be afraid to look goofy here. You watched with your eyeballs quarterbacks this year. It's a very good class. I want to know, big guy, your top three. Go. Caleb Williams is still number one for me. I don't care what anyone says. Like, it's, it's all still there. The mobility's there. The arm is there. It's not his fault the defense couldn't stop anyone all season long. Uh, I actually go Jaden Daniels number two. I think Jaden Daniels has a lot of skill sets. If you're going to run an RPO at the next level where I think he's so fast, his arm is much stronger than I anticipated, and he's a much longer guy than I remember him being at Arizona State. And then I'll go Drake May 3 reluctantly. I know a lot of people claim he makes a lot of NFL throws. I just, I don't know. I Maybe this is a weird bias, but him, Sam Howell, Mitch Trubisky, they're all kind of the same thing from the same school, same look. And I'm not like totally like overwhelmed by their ability. Totally fair. So Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May for the big guy. Samich, you're up. Yeah, Caden, uh, Caleb Williams still number one. I, this, the upside for Caleb Williams is so hard to ignore in this spot. Number two for me, I would put Drake May there. I, I think that's a pretty dirty move, Dustin, comparing him to Trubisky. He only started a quarterback for a couple of years for a guy that's really kind of been able to be groomed into the position the last few years. The third one, like if I could pick anyone in college football, I would either have Riley Leonard or Shador Sanders sitting in three um, I, out of, I realize neither of them are coming out this year, so you're not going to get them into the NFL, but they would be the third, like kind of that, that three, a three B from a quarterback prospects right now in college football. My prospects. First off, leave the big guy alone. Trust me. I know him well enough after that first segment. It's not going, he's going to be upset. If he, we keep on picking on him, big guy, got your back here. Drake may secondly, <laughs> I don't want to have him at three. I think he's so overrated. Caleb Williams won. I totally agree with you guys. Really in an impossible spot. Up front, both offensively and defensively, USC was a sieve this year. That's factual. And also, something happened. I was wrong. Lincoln Riley struggled this year. Dustin, you get credit there. So Caleb Williams won. Uh, Bo Nix, two for me. Call me insane. And I know he's been there for 20 years, whether it be Auburn to Oregon. I just, he has grown. I haven't seen a player grow like this, which shows me something character-wise and also a propensity to learn. I haven't seen a player get better like this. And schematically, people are always open. Guys are always running open. And it seems like from a quarterback position, it'd be an awesome offense to run. But... You guys can have Drake. You can do whatever you want with Drake May. Just keep him away from me. Like I said, this has nothing to do with pundits. Watch the guy five total times in my life. And every time I go, eh, 
eh. Like, what? What am I watching? I'm watching him against South Carolina, Civ defense, and eh. What? Like, every time I watch Drake May, I'm legitimately less impressed with each throw. So take him and get him the hell out of here. Honestly, Riley Leonard is my third. Side before the injury, every time I watched Leonard, I was blown. I to just everything you want in a pro, love him. My, my list is weird, team. admittedly. Yes. Yeah, sidebar comment, though. Bo Nix, not for NFL, but what he's done in college football. Michael Penix, they both transferred to a school with multiple years of eligibility, but also were multiple year starters at their other program before. Do you guys see what? Oregon and Washington have done. This is the blueprint for rebuilding a program in a power five. This is how everyone's going to follow now with the transfer portal. You get guys who get experience somewhere else. Maybe they got beat down. Things didn't go right. Programs in transition. You bring them into your new program, get them in a better system. You benefit from their experience and they take you to the next level. I think, I think what we're seeing tonight in the Pac-12 championship, this is the blueprint for now how all these college programs are going to operate going forward. Yeah, I mean, you look at like DJ Uyungle, who goes from Clemson, goes over to Oregon State, really, really transforms that program. And now you've got both him and Riley Leonard. You got Ward from Washington State all in the portal. Going to be really interesting summer to see where all those guys land because they can make a huge difference to a lot of different programs. Oh, I, yeah, that's funny you brought that up because remember, big guy, during our meeting today, I have a list of quarterbacks because oh by the way did you hear Samich I don't know what you would have made the number uh, I said seven big guy said six and a half like Jordan Travis is playing Florida State against Louisville Gable over at the Borgata said he makes it ten what do you yeah, make that it? seems right I, I would have made it nine and a half I mean if, if it's three with the backup Travis is, is a six to six and a half point adjustment on my numbers so nine nine and a half seemed about right to me that much of a difference. I'll give you the quarterbacks that have entered the portal and teams that are going to big time teams and programs that are going to need a quarterback next year. Plus, Samich has got a billion plays, not just college football, but the NFL as well. We continue and we're going to run the board. It's sharp money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, little break to tell you about Zen Nicotine Pouches. Boys, we're always debating what a team needs to get to number one, but Zen Nicotine Pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. You can find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. As a warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, we welcome you back here on the 1st of December, a Friday. Feels good, doesn't it, as we... Kind of right smack dab in the middle of the holidays, and we've got conference championships coming up starting tonight with a big one, that being the Pac-12 championship, as they say farewell to the conference that was, which is fascinating because that conference has been down for so long, all of a sudden it becomes super competitive, and they're busting it up, but we got exactly what we wanted, and that is Oregon and Washington with the rematch. You heard earlier, Kalen DeBoer, a great clip from the big guy, because he was asked, you use this point. Remember, DeBoer took Washington to Eugene last year, beat him by three when Oregon was ranked six. Then Oregon comes to Washington. DeBoer beats him by three. DeBoer as a human, forget his team, must turn around and be like, dude, this 37-year-old donk, I just beat him twice, once in his crib, and you're making me a 10-point dog? He was asked, do you use the point spread with your team to motivate him? He goes, yep. I do. And it's much easier for coaches, by the way, boys, these days to say that because, hello, there's a reason VSIN is so popular in DraftKings. Gambling's legal, like it should be. So coaches can't, they don't have to lie anymore and say, yeah, we can use the point spread as motivation. And Washington, Samich, absolutely should be using the point spread as motivation. They've won 19 straight, and two of those 19 were against the team they're almost 10 point dogs to. No respect. No respect at all here from Washington. Yeah, you use it as motivation. Of course you do. You got to take every tool in the box that you got and use it here in this spot. If you're, the, if you're Washington, says Coach DeBoer, I'd be going in there. I'd say, hey, guys, guess what? More money pouring out in Oregon. No one believes in you. No one thinks we can get the job done. You got to be able to get your team up as high as possible. I mean, we saw what, what Oregon's coach did when they were taking on Colorado and how everyone was watching for Colorado. We'll show them Oregon football. And they came out and absolutely rolled Colorado. Motivation is a huge factor here when you're with these college teams 
Although, you know, to be honest, like this game specifically, I'd assume you're going to have Washington and Oregon both be up for it anyway, since it is the Pac-12 title game to go to the playoff. So I'm not sure that this is the spot where it's going to be that that key factor where that motivation of being a 10 point dog puts you over the top. But you definitely will hear that no one believed in us if they're able to win. Can I say this, Dustin, because we were clowning around at the beginning, but you two are two of my very good friends. This is the game I wish we were all in Vegas for. I, this is the yeah. one I'd love to have drinks. The three of us go over to Allegiant and watch this game and live bet it. This is the one. No offense to the NFL. Would you guys agree oh, or disagree there? It's not even close. I don't know if there's an NFL game on the schedule I'd rather be at over this one tonight. I just don't have any friends. Zomich. Oh, this would be a blast. I haven't been to Allegiant yet either. I, I was I was considering oh, if I was beautiful. gonna be out there. If I was going to be out there this weekend, I was thinking about going to the the, the UNLV games. I thought that would be a fun game to catch at Allegiant as well with, with Boise State. But this would be a phenomenal football game to be at. I, I still I think Oregon's going to blow them out. So by the second half, it might be just drinking games for us. But we'll see what happens. I, I would still love to be there. It would just be fun to see all that speed on the field <laughs> because there is so much speed across the board. And we were having the debate. I Romo Dunze is not going to run like Marvin Harrison Jr. I get it. But he does have a prototypical body, maybe an inch shorter than Marvin Harrison Jr. And trust me, I understand that Harrison Jr. is going to go one. Uh, but Odunze is a stud. He There's no, you can't argue that. Second in the nation with 56 receptions of 10 plus yards. Number two in the nation with 10, 26 receptions of 20 plus yards. All he does is make big plays. The problem is... Oregon, I've have you guys ever seen a quarterback throw? To, and this is not a knock on Knicks because he still has to hit them. You've ever seen a quarterback throw to more wide open receivers than Oregon has had this year? I mean, there well, was some of those Alabama days. Some of those <laughs> yeah, Alabama days, there were some wide open dudes. I mean, Mac Jones was not throwing into coverage. Tua was not throwing into coverage back then when they had those. They're just the horses at wide receiver. That's fair. That's f I just yeah, feel when Kiffin was running that offense and they had so much talent that this is the least dynamic. I'd say in 10 years, Saban team he's had at Bama. I I'm standing on Bama, uh, Georgia's going to boat race Bama. Where are you on that one? Samich? I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I, I, I think it's going to be a touchdown either way. So I'm, I'm not going to bet the game, but I, if I did, I would probably bet Bama and take the five and a half. I, I think this is a much better Bama team than we've seen. I think they've really come into their own throughout the season. I think they'll be able to hold their own in the trenches, but I have the same concern you do, Patrick. I don't know if they're the playmakers that are going to be able to step up and make plays in a key time. I, like, I'm not going to beat them up over that iron bowl. Like the Auburn Alabama games are always funky. Auburn played so bad the week before and then came out and put their best game of the season together. So I'm not going to hold that against Alabama. Yes. Lucky to win. Uh, no, no, what you're doing. Auburn sending three people to rush the quarterback on fourth and 31, but that's not here or there. I, I think Bama is the, the side I would go with if I was going to bet this one, but I think there's just a lot better options on the board. There's a ton of games this weekend. It's absolutely phenomenal. Okay. Speaking of ton of games, you've got Mm, three college. You've got a bunch of NFL VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The big guys entered them. I don't have time to give you. We've already given you Gable plays. So for the Samich college plays, you got to go become a VEASAN pro. We're going to run the board, but there is a game that you two have that I want to discuss before we run the board. And that is the 49ers at Philly. You both laying it in the first half. Mike, we'll start with you on that one. Yeah, look, this is a really rough spot for Philly. Everyone's talked about it. They have five games in a row. They're absolutely brutal. This is the fourth of those five games. And what we saw the last two weeks against both the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and then last week against the Bills is that they were down 17-10 at half. They came out a little bit slow. They didn't look as focused in that first half. And then they, they were able to make a co comebacks in both those games down 10 and, and really find ways to win, right? I think that trend is going to continue here. And on the other side, you've got San Francisco, who is the best team in the NFL from a first drive production perspective. They love to score touchdowns early in games. I think San Francisco gets the jump early in this one, and then it's whether or not they can hold on. You can get a minus 120 in the first half right now, or you can lay the one. I took the minus 120 in the first half so that I have uh, cover protection or tie protection there versus laying the one, the one point at minus 110. I think San Francisco gets out early in this game. And I think this is where the run ends here for Philly. I think they're more focused on next week's game against Dallas. That's the game that's the most important for the division and for the number one seed in the conference. They don't play anyone in the last four weeks. I think they roll Seattle, win their last three games. So it's whether or not they can beat Dallas next week. In this game, look, yeah, they want to win it, but this is not the game. I, I think you're going to see a San Francisco team come out much quicker. 
Yeah. Big guy, you laid the first half with the Niners. And you got to remember what, what's going on here is the 49ers going back to the spot where they feel they would have beaten the Eagles and gone to the Super Bowl if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt. Now they're doing a good job talking to the media, like downplaying all of that and whatnot. But the, real, realistically, you know those guys want to send a message and say, look, we should have been there a year ago and we would have won the whole damn thing. So now we're going to send a message to a Philly team that's really been playing with fire for a while now. You got to give them credit because after the half, they tend to make great adjustments, figure things out, clean it up and do just enough to win in the end. But at some point that comeback comes back to get you. This is a 49ers team you can't do that with. I like San Francisco to come out, send a message, be super physical and inspired in the first half and go up. Okay, now two important notes before we run the board for you, Samich. One, we appreciate your support. You do pay attention to sharp money. Our propensity to use donk literally to call everybody, even guests that we've had on that matter, like Herm Edwards was on, we hung up and I called him a donk. Is, has it seeped into your life calling maybe your daughter or just people in general donks? Well, donk was actually a poker term back in the day. So if you're playing a tournament, there were donkeys in poker tournaments. So I used it a lot more in my 20s than I do now in my 40s. Okay. And then secondly, uh, by the way, boys, we've got 43 points with 438 to play in the first St. Thomas and Western Michigan. So we've caught up a little with the pacing that we need. Secondly, the big guy is now he's got a big weekend ahead. He's going to be hanging out with some unsavory people. Uh, he has admitted to dyeing his beard. It looks great. Not going to pretend like it doesn't, but your thoughts <laughs> on the big guy dyeing his beard. Uh, it's a pretty soft move. I mean, let's be honest here. You, you got to just roll with what color you got there. And, and like if, if the color of a couple strands in your beard is the difference maker, you're doing something wrong. You got to be able to, you got to be able to get the job done with or without it. No, but I'm not doing it for anyone else. I'm doing it for me. Like, I like the way I think it looks better like this. Looks way Ooh. cleaner. Well, he's still sensitive. Uh, this so is going to be a rough. Mike, would you this is going to be a rough phone call. This is going to be a rough phone call after the show. Mike, I can already feel it. Don't make me feel bad, bro. Please don't make me. In, feel in, bad in addition to the other trends on sharp money, Patrick's asking about. I want to ask you about this one. Do you think Frank Wright got a raw deal in Carolina? <laughs> No, I think Frank Wright's a bad coach. <laughs> like, I think anyone would have been fired in Carolina, though. I don't know why we're all laughing here. What's your put? You want a real answer? Or do you want a fake answer? I'm not sure if this is. I know. I, I genuinely no, love no, he, Frank Wright. No, he loves. He's like a ride or die Frank Wright guy. That explains a lot. <laughs> By the way, three forty-seven to go, thirty-three ten. St. Thomas, Western Michigan. We are ahead of schedule now, boys. Wait, did officially. you say a team has ten points? Yeah, yeah Western Michigan has ten points right now. St. Thomas. Is that a basketball game or a football game? St. Thomas is Nolan Richardson at Arkansas all of a sudden. (laughs) Smacking wood. Shout out to Stack. What's that? Oh, wait, no, it's not St. Thomas Aquinas. What is it? Just St. Thomas? St. Thomas, Minnesota. I don't. There's a St. Thomas, Minnesota? Of course there is. I have no clue. We're coming back. We're going to run the NFL board next. Sharp money. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet $5, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. New customers, download the DraftKings app and use the promo code SHARP. We're going to hook you up. No sweat, same game parlay every day at DraftKings. The crown is yours. All right, boys, running the board. Leans or plays. You know how we do it. Let's make it quick. We got to get to every one. We're going to go rotation number. Samich, then the big guy, then I'll close this out. 451, Chargers at New England. Right now, the Chargers are laying five and a half and 40 on the total Samich. I bet this one. Give me the under 40. There's still a 40 and a half hanging out there somewhere. So Steve, we can shop it around. Uh, look, this Patriots the offense is awful. They're going to try and run the football against the Chargers defense. It's not a great against the run. New England keeps this game low scoring, keeps it close. I thought this would be 38. So I'll take the under 40. Got to go under with the Chargers on the road. You know, colder weather across the country. Under makes all the sense in the world. Under first half 20. 453 Detroit, New Orleans. Detroit's lane four total 47, Mike. I uh, lean toward Detroit because of the injuries you've got on the New Orleans side. They also struggle when they get in the red zone. New Orleans does. I was looking to see if we'd have a Camara receptions prop. If that pops up and it's uh, around the four and a half or five and a half mark, I'll take the over on Camara receptions. But other than that, nothing for me. Yeah, I'm going Lions first half minus two and a half. I love backing teams off a bad loss in the first half. Jared Goff is in a dome, not out in the elements. New Orleans only faced one team above 500 at home. Jacksonville trailed them 17 to six at half. Actually, like over the 23 in the first half, New Orleans, Detroit, Atlanta uh, at the Jets, 455. Atlanta's lane two, 33 and a half total. Mike, I will lay it with Atlanta here. You only get so many t- chances in your life to uh, to bet against Tim Boyle. And this is one of those chances. So you should take it, even though you've got to bet on Desmond Ritter to do so. Uh, Jets have struggled to stop the run. I think you're going to see a big rushing performance from Atlanta. Was looking for Cordell Patterson props. Uh, you've guessing he's going to be somewhere in the high teens, low twenties for rush yards. I'll take the over when that pops up as well. Assuming it's not any higher than 22 and a half going deep in my bag. Jets tight end, Tyler Conklin over 24 and a half receiving yards. Falcons allow the fifth most receiving yards, tight ends per game at about 64 Conklin, 25 and three of four games this year, 33 a week ago with Boyle at quarterback. Okay. Love it. Lay it with Atlanta Four fifty four fifty seven Arizona at Pittsburgh. 41 is the total Pittsburgh is laying six and a half at home. Samich. Didn't play this one. I lean toward Arizona, though. Six and a half, a little bit too much against a Pittsburgh team. Yeah, I know they had 400 yards last week, but that doesn't mean this offense is fixed. Uh, They do get a great spot here against a really bad Arizona defense. Uh, Lean toward Arizona, lean toward the over. Haven't bet it. Jalen Warren over 11 and a half rush attempts. Cardinals allow the most rush attempts in the league to running backs 27 a game. I also love home favorites betting on rushing attempts because if they're a big home favorite, that means they will likely be running the clock out later. He got more carries last week post Matt Canada 13 set at 11 and a half this week. New OC is going to like him more. Arizona fades late. Give me Arizona three and a half in the first half at Pittsburgh, Carolina at Tampa Bay, 459 Tampa Bay lane five total 37. Mike. I'm going to lay it with Tampa here. I realize we've got the, the new coach, the, the dead coach, the dead cap bounce here for Carolina where you expect them to play well. This team still can't put any points on the board. I, I know this Buccaneers defense is awful. Guess what? So is Tennessee's and Carolina couldn't move the football at all against them. So I'll lay the five here with the Bucs who I think are going to be able to, to blow out the Panthers. Rashad White over on his yard, 62 and a half. Anytime touchdown plus $1.20. Carolina allows the most rushing touchdowns to RBs, 16 and 11 games, fourth most rushing yards to running backs. And he's coming off 100 yards for the the first time this year dead team carolina tampa bay over team total 21 and a half plus money let's go 461 india tennessee indy's laying a point on the road 42 and a half mike game is disgusting i don't really have any interest in this one uh, if anything i would play indianapolis but i don't trust the colts in this spot to, lay, to take, take care of business on the road so i pass this one looking at derrick henry over rush attempts and rushing yards colts allow six most rush attempts to running backs per game he also had comments publicly about how he only ran for in the 40s last time against them total set at like 64 and a half go over 
Over the total 42 and a half or pass gross game. I agree with you guys. And good job, big guy. 463 Minnesota at Washington. Minnesota's laying nine and a half, 49 and a half on the total, Mike. Uh, Miami at Washington. Um, and I, I like oh, excuse a me. prop out of. I like a prop out of this one. Give me Van Ginkle over 0.25 sacks at plus 115 on DraftKings over there. Uh, he is actually fourth in pressure rate when he rushes the quarterback without Jalen Phillips. He's going to get a lot more opportunities to do that. Sam Howell loves to take sacks. So I'll take Van Ginkle over 0.25 sacks plus 115. I'm going to need a therapist after this one because I keep doing this with them and it's about 50-50. So I don't know why I keep doing it. Dolphins first half minus six and a half. Commanders can't defend the pass. I also think Jalen uh, Waddle over 67 and a half receiving yards. Rivera running the defense. I mean it. Give me Washington catching the nine and a half. It's plug your nose, but I like it. 465 Denver at Houston. Houston's lane three, Mike, 47 and a half. Give me the Broncos here. I don't think they're getting enough respect for the five game win streak they put together. A lot of it based on turnovers, but look, they're not having turnover worthy plays on the offensive side. So just whether or not the defense can get those turnovers. I think this Houston team's a little too overvalued. I still think they're a good football team, but I'm not sure that they should be laying three points. I, if you can get three and a half, I would hold out for it and see if you can. There's some three one fifteen, So I'd wait until Sunday, see if you can get the three and a half at some point with Denver, but I'm a, I'm a Denver backer in this spot. I think it's a good game for them to pop up and win. I'm going to go the other way and lean towards the Texans. I'm not buying the Broncos hype quite yet. However, the Texans are really bad at defending tight ends. So if you want to get weird, Adam Troutman props could be interesting in this one. Love Denver catching the three. 467 San Francisco at Philly. Again, San Francisco's laying three total 48, Mike. Yeah, late at the first half with San Francisco here. I have San Francisco minus one. That's not available. It's not going to be available. So wouldn't mess with that. I would not play teasers if this gets to two and a half. I, I wouldn't tease the Eagles up. So that would be the other recommendation here. But I like San Fran first half took minus 120 money line. The only issue I have with this game is this game should be in a primetime window. I don't like it at four. It should be standalone only game going on at that time. Uh, I'm laying the first half with the 49ers. Right now, tease Philly up to nine with Jacksonville down to two and a half on Monday. All right, let's go 469 Cleveland. Again, the big news today, Joe Flacco in at quarterback for the Browns at the Rams. The Rams are laying four, Mike, and the total is 40. Yeah, give me the under here. I think Joe Flacco is good for the under. The decision to put him in there was to try and make sure you don't have a quarterback who's going to turn the football over, someone who's going to check down on third and 12, take the five-yard gain, punt it back to the Rams. Stafford the last few years been sneaky bad against man defense. Guess what? The Browns play pretty much only man defense. Also not great when he's pressured. The Browns can get pressure. This to me is a dead nut under game here. 40 and a half is the total. I made it around 38, so I like the under quite a bit. I'm going to lay it with the Rams here. Feels chalky, but I can't back the Browns in this one, and I think the Rams are as healthy as they've been. Stafford's got all of his weapons. They'll win at home. All caps love, agree with Mike, the under here. Love the under. Uh, 471, Kansas City at Green Bay. Boys, this is fascinating. Kansas City's lane six, total 42 and a half. Take a bow with Jordan Love. I saw enough. Seriously, that's one of the best 32 on the planet. Easily what he did in Detroit. Look confident, loved him. What do you do with this one, Mike? A tough game here. I, like Jordan Love did look phenomenal against Detroit, but he's got weapons who are stepping up. Wicks, Reed, Dobbs, Watson looks like he's healthy finally. Like if everyone is healthy and those weapons play the way they do, it's a pretty dynamic uh, Packers d- offense. Jair Alexander's key for me in this game. If he's back in, I like the Packers plus the six. I'm going to wait to see the injury report on uh, on Sunday before I bet this one. But to me, this is Packers or pass. Yeah, this is this defense is a little bit different than we saw with the Lions in a dome and the Chargers. Uh I would look at Pacheco props in this one. I think when they have a lead late, he'll get the ball more, and that's kind of the style they're going with in Kansas City at the moment. Field goal game. Give me the Packers. Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's lane eight and a half, Mike. The total is 38 and a half on Monday night. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I have the Bengals as the 28th worst team in the NFL now. I've moved them down that far of what we saw from of what we saw from Browning. He had six turnover worthy plays Another two plays where I thought he was going to fumble it in the pocket, uh, lay it with the Jags here at the eight and a half. I agree with Patrick. I love this as a teaser leg. I teased last night's game with the Cowboys into the Jags. To me, this is a, a just a phenomenal teaser leg. Pick who you like on the board and put this as the other one because Jaguars are going to win this football game. I think they cover this game rather easily. Uh, so give me the Jags here laying the points. I like both running backs here mixed in over 19 and a half receiving yards over that number and five of the last six Jags allow second most receiving yards 
yards to running backs at about 50 per. Etienne over rushing receiving yards, similar to earlier when I was going over some of those other ones. Big favorite, big lead. He'll get the ball more and close things out. Yeah, use it as one leg of a six-point tease. I totally agree with what Mike said. Boys, we are at 55, 41-14, St. Thomas, Western Michigan at the half. So that's good, right? What what was the total, 134? That sounds right. 134 on pace for 110. Got got a nice cushion. You'd make the bet again. At the break, you asked the question, (laughs) would you make the bet again? You absolutely would make the bet again. Mike, it's great to see you. Thanks for having fun with us. Mike Samich, of course, Somo Bombs on Twitter. Make sure you give him a follow. The new article, quickly, can you give me 20 seconds on the article, vcin.com, you wrote this week? Sure. It's about manufactured parlays versus betting in a futures market. Really interesting to look at the two pack 12 teams, Oregon at five to one. The value is actually in the futures market. If you like Washington, if you manufacture the parlay, you're projected to get 46 to one or 36 to one. All the mass in the article. Go check it out. Very interesting. If you're if you're looking for futures. Great job, Mike. The handle this Saturday and Sunday, seven to 10 Eastern time with Mike and Matt Brown. Big guy, call me after the show. I'll apologize. You can find my article, Las Vegas Review Journal, when I get arrested tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you Monday. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.